G'day and welcome to Bums on the Bench. My name is Jacko and I'm mixing it up this week. I'm joined by two different guests, people you haven't met before. So the first man I'd like to introduce is a man who really likes boats and has unfortunately been caught staring too often. And that's my friend Josh. Josh, how Hello. are you, man? Josh is here. And the other man is a man of many haircuts. The fade, the buzz. That and bald. <laughs> uh, he also <laughs> has spent time driving past many a penitentiary before. That's my friend Andy. Hello, Andy. Why am I going past a penitentiary? You drive past It's them. a better life that you wish you could live. I mean, yes, but also no. It was a good week of sport, though, gentlemen. I watched absolute shit tons. Like, a lot. Fuck yeah, let's go. I The supercars are back. The bogan in me is satisfied. So satisfied that I ate KFC today and I've shit myself twice. What you have? Two Zinger burgers. Yeah, that'll do it to you. And, like, seriously. One shit per Zinger. I do this every time. KFC is the only fast food that makes me sick. And, like, properly sick. And I every six months I go... Maybe it's changed. And it hasn't. It never does. I do this twice a year, every year. One was this morning, leaving my brother's house, because there's a KFC on this street. So if I just go quiet for like a portion of this show, I'm, I'm on the toilet. Supercars back. NRL round two happened. Best round that's ever rounded. I got three football tips right. Andy got two. I got four. Let's go. <laughs> Josh is the winner this week. Let's go. AFL is not back. No, it's back this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. But technically it's not back yet. I got distracted and tried to watch AFL. It's not back. Uh, I watched the first ever IndyCar race I've ever watched. What would you think? It was awesome. IndyCar's great. It's like Formula One, but good. Yeah. Uh, Super 2, Aussie Classics. It's a fantastic weekend for me. Something about cricket that I don't give a shit about. And that was it. That's all the sport. Well, that, you was watch? Good, that was a good wrap-up. I watched a few games at NRL, watched the test, watched the supercars. Is the inner hick in you also sexually half aroused? Of, half of the inner bogan in me was sexually aroused. The other was super mad because it was a Camaro, not a fucking Holden. Same shit. No, it it's not. Also, I love... One Chevy and one is Australian. And who who owns both of them? Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> and the best part but is... it's not the point. Well, I love this too because it was... A v- we'll talk about this first. It was a very big talking point all weekend, the fact that Holden doesn't exist anymore. It is 50 years to the day since Camaro and Mustangs were racing each other like it actually used to be in the sport. So if you're a traditionalist out there, you're wrong. It was Camaros before Holdens. Then Holden came around, and then it was Holden for a very long time, and now it's back to Camaro. So if anything, we're returning to the originality and the true form of... Hick racing. Yeah, but if you think about it, like yep. all the all the Holden superstars are what made Holden great. I don't care about Camaro. There's no superstars in Camaros. Andy, are you going to go for like Holden ownership and make Holden great again? If I had money, I would 100% try and buy the Holden name and try and make Holden great again. And I think there'd be a bunch of Aussie Bogans in this country being like, yeah. This they, episode support me. is brought to you by Trump. Sponsored, <laughs> by, Sponsored Andy. by Andy. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to make a br- beautiful car. Oh, Red. shut <laughs> up. <laughs> With a line on the front. It's going to be a beautiful line, a big line. So Maha, make Holden. Oh, shit. 
I don't know how to spell. Uh, look, first thing I want to say is the cars look fantastic. I mean, they always will. They look like mean. These are full of muscle cars. I do have some technical information to give out. I've Did Larko tell you this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason yep. you remember. I remember because Daddy Larko sat there and drew to me on a TV and explained to me what's going on. So these cars are far simpler than they've ever been. This is what they've taken out of the Gen 3 rollout. So it's 60% less downforce, which is huge in modern racing. Downforce is essentially when air goes over the car, puts pressure down on the tyres, increases the footprint of the tyres on the ground, giving them more grip. 60% of that is gone. Also, inside the cockpit, they've removed the ability to adjust brake bias and anti-roll bars throughout the lap. Oh, shit. So those push-pull handles aren't there anymore. You've just got a gear lever. I believe you have a switch that will go between two separate, I think it is, anti-roll adjusted. Are they... just in front of the camera, so like the <laughs> review camera, where Shane Van Gisbergen so comically stuck his finger up over the weekend. No, they're down near the front. Because <laughs> um, that was beautiful when he did that. Oh, look. This weekend was Shane Van Gisbergen's weekend. Both races, he was dominant. Both races, he crossed the line first. Yes. He was disqualified, and so was his teammate from the first race. But only because of technical bullshit because of the team. Yes. Long story short, these drivers are wearing cool suits that have ice and liquid nitrogen air pumped through them or something like that, right? Dry ice is pumped through almost some yep. shit, isn't it? Right. Or just the air from it is circulated through the suit to cool the drivers. Because apparently it's very hot. Well, it was pretty hot in Newcastle over the weekend. They filled up in the pit stop the dry ice through the driver's side door, which is apparently a big enough no-no to get you disqualified. Not that it gives any performance to the car. Not that it affects the pit stop time at all. Why are you pointing at me? Stop no, pointing no, at no, me. No, 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 because of why the, the protest went through. It was argued that they were cooling the brake pedals and the driver's feet, therefore dr- cooling the car and giving them an unfair advantage. That was why the protest was put in place and therefore why they were disqualified. Super 2 was good. <laughs> I enjoyed Super 2. There was heaps of crashes in that. They, yeah. as a, You know what? If that's the case, yeah, you would be getting some form of ambient cooling down yes. in your feet. That that was what was the big thing, and that was what Scafi and Larko were discussing. Was it, I mean, was it enough cooling to make Shane Van Gisbergen win by, like, 11 seconds? No, he was going to win by 11 <laughs> seconds <laughs> to begin Anyway, <laughs> Shane Van Gisbergen is an absolute monster in these cars. He's the Max Verstappen of the V8s. Yeah, and he drives for Red Bull, too. I think that Red Bull, with the matte colouring on it, looks awesome. But, but, I will say Cam Waters' matte black Mustang oh, it's the looks only, awesome. It's the only good Mustang on the grid. Yep. Other big takeaways from the weekend of supercars was it just like, it's fantastic racing. The top 10 was separated by two tenths of a second, uh, two one thousandths of a second. Yeah, it wasn't much. Like, they are incredibly close. Apparently, they're real pricks to drive. No one's happy with how they drive, which is good for us as people who watch this sport. There's one thing I want to add to. Add. Macaulay Jones made it one race without an accident because it was oh lap God. one, turn one when he had another one. <laughs> on oh, race bro, two. seriously. It wasn't even turn one. It was on the starting grid. Yeah, no, it wasn't even <laughs> turn one. <laughs> and I don't want to really come to this guy's defense because he sucks. He's incredibly slow. His dad owns the team. I have a theory, too. 
about this guy. A car just turned straight into him off the grid, and then he didn't get off the accelerator, and he smashed him into the pit wall. <laughs> straight away. Causing a red flag because I had to fix the pit wall. That's what you really need for the future of motorsport racing. Well, there's another person in V8 Supercars too that I think only has a job because of Macaulay Jones. Who's that? Jack Smith. He only has a job because Brad Smith wants Macaulay Jones to look okay. And... <laughs> is it working? No. He's the worst driver <laughs> on the grid. No, it's not working. Like Let's fucking go. The, this is the closest the sport has ever been. We are talking thousandths of a second. So most times in motorsport, you measure in seconds and tenths of a second when it comes to distances. This is 0.00 number distance of like spread between these cars and they are still about four seconds behind everybody else and they suck (laughs) and they i mean they're the best because they always crash into each other funny fact too did you know there's an f3 driver that's the cousin no sorry the nephew of jack smith there's an f3 driver this year and he's they mentioned that yeah who is it i don't know tommy smith i think either way no and one watches f3 anyway he's got the st uh the sgt logo on his suit as well and i was just like ugh. What do you reckon of Newcastle as a track on the whole? I liked it. Yeah, it was fun. There's a short track, fast track. It's dangerous. There's a nice view. Newcastle City, the city itself of Newcastle where they race, is actually quite a picturesque track. Yeah, they race along the beachfront, like the main three streets of Newcastle. They do a little tiny track on. They close the city off for the weekend. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Everyone up in Newcastle does not like it. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing when we had they the bike event. We hated that. And how long did that go for? Like a That went for seven days. Yeah, I know. This went for three. Yeah, but if you have it come back every year. Yeah, they... Oh, it's first time back in a little while. They took a couple COVID no, years off. No, they were there last year. Were they there last year? Yeah, that's where Shane wrapped it up last year. I didn't watch like it last the year. years before that. I think, like I think during COVID, were they still around? I no. Think, no, I think that's what... Oh, no. Did Lachlan leave in 2020 or 2019? That was the... Lo- 2019. Yeah, so that was the last race. So 2020, they went off, and then 2021 and 2022, they were back. Oh, and it was good. They moved it from the start of the year to the end of the year. Now it's back at the start of the year. I, look, you guys might not agree with this, but the more the people of Newcastle suffer, the happier I am. So sucked in. Well, they didn't suffer over the weekend too much. Yeah, they won. They did win. The only big suffering they had was not even 60 seconds into the match, Kalen was taking out HIA. It was again, again that he has to be gone now. Like this, so this has the, to be the it. tackle. Like he's gone in for the tackle, and his head's just gone straight into the shoulder of one of the big boys. I of the feel like he's doing it on purpose sometimes because that man leads with th- his head in every tackle. I think him moving to six was the dumbest decision now because of how bad his tackling form is. If he's at one, at least he's a bit more protected. Yeah, and now he's probably gonna have to sit out for. I'm gonna say at least a month. I wouldn't be playing him for a month. Which means not going to suck for a month. It's going to be great. So business as usual. Business as usual for hey, Newcastle. We might not even get the wooden spoon now. Well, we're going to talk about that soon because we fucking better. But this is a call out post to you two. Okay. All right. When we first started this show, I went, Kalen Ponger is not going to do anything in that number six role. He's too fragile. And you guys both booed at me and yelled at me and said I had a small penis. Wait, hold on. And only That's one of those related. is true. Um, and then I said he's too fragile and he's going to get absolutely fucking pumped so tell me I'm right I never said you were wrong I never said you were wrong tell me I have a normal sized penis then no (laughs) 
I'm not about to lie to you, Jack. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's look, I, I feel for Caelan Pongo it was a horrible tackle that he went through and he was out on his feet. Like he was asleep until he hit oh, the Oh yeah, he was done. The NRL is doing their utmost to look after player welfare, and they are. They're, they're doing their best. They're pulling people off, and they're making sure they come off the field when they get a head knock too. All I have to ask is, has Ponga spent more days off the field or on the field for his night's contract now? I'd say he's spent more time off the field with the amount of concussions he's had in the past six months. Yeah, man, just keeps getting injured. Like he's he, he has one period of the year when he plays good and stays on the field, and that's when Origin's around. Other than that, he's off the field. Yeah, and... I mean, we have seen in some of the older guys in our sport, not in the sport, but, you know, that the people who hang around the sport. So, like... Blocker? Yeah. I mean, weirdly, he's doing okay. Are we talking we about the prevalence of head yeah. injuries head and how it's the very up. obvious when some people, like, I wouldn't say freeze up, but it's almost like their brain has stopped We're seeing concussion injuries. back rowers, 30 years on, talk like front rowers, and that's not a good thing. No. I don't know if Kalen has a lot of time left in this sport. The only solution is, is like, I guess after you've had five or six serious head knocks, you get to wear like a push bike helmet or something on the field. Well, he already wears a bloody helmet on the field. That doesn't do shit. Yeah, <laughs> clearly <laughs> it does shit so all. So I'm thinking like, uh, every time you go off for a HIA, when you come back, you have to wear like a progressively bigger and bigger helmet. That's more funny than anything. Could like you imagine him with like a massive styrofoam he- head now? That'd be funny, but imagine him coming out with a motorcycle helmet on. How do you I stop the brain rattle though? Like that's the killer. That's the killer. Oh, look. Padding inside the ear. That's that's like the only way, right? Is like, <laughs> um, I don't I don't know, and there is probably no way. We're, we're, our brains are just made out of mush. And the fact that we've just got like an empty space with hardened. Like, not concrete, but almost concrete. Like, maybe you need a speed camera and you can only run at a certain speed to stop the damage. I'm just spitballing. Don't stop like a looking at me zone like that. on the field. Maybe, maybe, like, I don't know. But it, I guess it's the nature of the sport. Even when you look at heavily, heavily armored types of footy like NFL, it's still prevalent there. What games are we going to talk about for the NRL this afternoon, gentlemen? We're already talking about Newcastle. I think we should continue the trend here because I'm interested to find out what happened post-game. And I feel like, Andy, you're ready for this. So, earlier in the game, there was a collision between Tommy Talau and Jackson Hastings. Yep. And unfortunately, it scrubbed Tommy from the rest of the game. So, Jackson, being the good sport, go- goes up to find him at the end of the game to apologise. That's the story coming out of Jackson Hastings' camp. Anyway, Tommy Talau takes exception to that. Starts firing back at him. And then big boy Clemmer comes over with his big boy Clemmer eyes and is like, I'm going to fuck you up. Get the fuck away. That, that, that's paraphrasing, but that's basically what happened. And they had to separate Jackson Hastings from the Tigers. And he was marched very quickly away by a Newcastle official. It was a heated game all around. It was very heated. Earlier than that, there was, after someone scored a try, I can't really remember. I had like a lot of beers that afternoon. Eight. I might have had eight beers. There was a bit of a, the classic push and shove. Everybody came in and held each other's shirts and did a bit of that. Jacob Saifidi, absolute legend of the melee, picks up a Gatorade bottle and absolutely unloads it on half of the Tigers players. Just over the top, squirting them all in the face. So is it me or is everyone, like, I, I know it's only been two rounds, 
but I feel like everyone's arcing up this year real hard, like real hard. There's I've been a couple few examples. There's been a few arc ups, I'll say. I mean, let's just talk about. I mean, we don't have to say it right now, but Dylan Edwards at the post game, he was arcing up real hard, and I could you could tell it was going to become another possible situation like this with the way how he was shit talking. Like the players this year have this shit stirring intensity that's coming, and I reckon we're going to have a fiery year. Good, bring back the biff. I mean, I yeah, I would like to see. NRL implement the same rules that we have in the National Hockey League where it goes, okay, if it's a one-on-one and no one else gets involved, you're allowed to bang it out for a little while and then you both have to go to the sim bin. First of all, mad shout out the fact that we call it the sim bin. I just think that name is hilarious. It's not the penalty box. Its official name is the sin bin. Like, You fucking binned it, mate. Yeah, binned. Get out. You have sinned on the holy grass. (laughs) Go sit down for a little while. There was a send-off in the Knights game too, wasn't there? Yeah, so Jake, Sia Fadi has come in. Uh, it, uh, it's hard to explain. So, like, the ball, Coruscant passes the ball, and Sia Fadi's sort of going for Coruscant, sidesteps him, and unfortunately swings, and the guy who catches the ball lists, lands flush on his shoulder, and he's out. You watch the footage, you're like, yeah, don't even bother. You should start walking, mate. And, like, even the rest, like... Go. Right, I gotta look this up. This is so. Who's got sent off? Saifidi. Saifidi got sent off. It's a it's a thump in here. And I will give some credit to Saifidi. He did try and hide behind the rest of his players when the ref was looking for him for a little bit. Oh, of he course. crouched but down and was like, "No, I've, it wasn't me. It wasn't me, sir. It was the other one. He did it. The other brother." Tyson Frizzell got injured. Looks yeah. like a pretty serious ankle. Done his ankle. He's not named this week by the look of it. Uh, who else is out? We know Kalen's out. Saifidi's got like four, four weeks too. Yeah. Yep. And that was the other one too. There was a big, there was another send-off in, um, well not a send-off, but another huge suspension was given out over the week weekend too. Find, where is, where's the NRL Fox League Instagram that'll have it? Was it? Jacob Saifidi is hit with a five-game suspension. Uh, Kalen Ponga suffers fourth concussion in 10 months. I know um, Marshall King's out for two. Marshall King's out for two games. You're correct. I can't find the other one. There was another one. There was another... S- yeah, I can't find the other one. There was another really bad one, too, that ended up... Um, He's got, like, four or five weeks. I think it's in the Cowboys game. That was a good game, though, Cowboys-Broncos. That was such an intense, heated-up game. Like, I have to admit, Queensland have been ringing it lately. Queensland? Queensland get fucked. Yeah, look, I can't stand them. Absolutely, but they're still bringing it. But they're really good at football. Like, Dolphins, they're good. They won again. They're going to win again this week, too, because I can't see them beating Newcastle. Look, do we want to just rip the bandaid off and let you two go at it? Fucking Dragons! We won. We won. We won. I look. We actually did it. We we beat a team. We beat the Titans, who were undefeated at the time. We beat an undefeated team. We beat That's an undefeated props. team. We're coming third in the premiership, and if I'm Peter Valandis, I'm calling it now. Here's the trophy. We take third place. I don't. I don't care who's coming first. Our four against is the best in the league. With Ben Hunt, Benny fucking Hunt. Ben Hunt went over himself. Blake Laurie went over. So you put some respect on Dude, that name. That two in two years. What a man. Find me another Ford. Find me another try this year. Just, what can I say? 
when you have all the best players in the league with the best coach and the best jersey from the best city in the country, you shut the fuck up, Andy. <laughs> Don't even put your hand in the <laughs> air. So what are you going to do when Hooker signs for three years? I'm going to fucking lose my shit. Oh, I'm so conflicted. I might be sitting here Number wearing three. a Dragons jersey. Josh is wearing a Dragons jersey. Andy, you're wearing 90% of a Dragons jersey. We changed one colour to Dragons jersey. Yeah, we just got to remove the blue. And it Dragons looks were in the comp before the Roosters. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. Look it yeah, up. Yeah, no, it, it is a known a foundation no, club, motherfucker. So, so St. George. <laughs> actually, no, it's not. If I don't you care what look you it up, it's foundation plus one, which means they're actually in, uh, what is it, 1809, not 1808. 1909. We're 1909. We were 1907. No, you weren't. You were plus one, Andy. Andy, we would know we're foundational players here. I think if you support St. George, You're a top don't bloke. get used to it. That's it. That's it. That's the only one. Like, <laughs> I'm not reading that. I don't care. I'll read it. The St. George <laughs> Illawarra Dragons <laughs> have a history that stretches back from the birth of rugby league football yeah, in Australia but. in 1908 to the present day. It is the only... Rem- wow, Dragons. Let's go. Dragons are the only remaining club to have played every season of top-tier football in Australia's history. Wow, Jack. They're the best. We're the only team to unlock Ben Hunt's potential. <laughs> Tyron, Tyrell Sloan is the GOAT. You know That's what? Dally M winner Tyrell Sloan right there. I'm calling <laughs> it now. Ben Hunt could not have won Queensland, the state of origin, if he wasn't playing for the Dragons. Not at all. Hook is a coaching genius. It, I mean, if you look, I, I've... I've I'm, I mean, I'm speechless. Clearly, the we best need to game bring of football I've ever seen. The old style of football back. Big forwards, small backs, run straight through them, score 32 points. It's just the winning formula. Andy's partner is wearing a Dragons jersey. Let's go! Thank you, Renee. I'd love to see the support. Anzac Day is going to be right off. Oh, I'm so excited. We're coming back. <laughs> it's the best I think I've ever seen. Thank God the Titans didn't show up because I don't think we could have done it without them. And, yeah, honestly, I think that might be our only win for the year. But what a win. What it a win. It is absolutely your only win for the year. So can we put our, like, realistic hats back on instead of this bullshit? I didn't take mine off, motherfucker. Jack, I'm going to say something controversial here. I think there might be chance of back-to-back wins. I think we might go back-to-back. We might go back-to-back. the fucking Broncos. We're probably not going to go back-to-back. We no, might go back-to-back. Corey Oates is out. Reese Walsh is in. Reese Walsh is great. Fantastic. He really did bring it home for Broncos. He did. But can you honestly tell me that Reese Walsh compares to Tyrell Sloan? Yes, They're in he's different way leagues. better. They're in different yeah. leagues. Tyrell Sloan's in reserve grade. Well, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> different <laughs> leagues, baby. Different Reece leagues. Reese Walsh is in top grade. It's just, it is the Chinese year of the dragon. No, it's not. Well, it sh- fucking should you be. Know what? <laughs> it should I just, be. I just want to say something. Dragons haven't lost to dolphins like the roosters yeah. has. So I mean, if that's not saying something, I think it says that we're better than roosters and milk. Oh, hundred percent. Well, most teams are better than the milk. <laughs> um, <laughs> but look, to to take some pressure off Andy because I look he's pretty sure as red as your jersey. I've seen a vein in his forehead. Yeah, he's pop. not happy. <laughs> what's our what okay, let's move on. What are, what's our other game we're talking about this evening? Well we're gonna talk about the real best team in the world. The Dolphins. The Roosters putting on 
a semi-good show against the fucking Warriors. Because Imagine let's supporting be a team that puts on a semi-good show. Yeah, no, it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> you're not feeling... When I came in this afternoon... I'm not feeling confident. You're not feeling good. No. How's it feel to be down on our level for once? Not good. What I like talking about? You, I'm but stoked. I'm actually, you know what? No, that, that's bullshit because life. every other team I support is on your level. Andy. The Chicago Bulls suck. West Ham sucks. What are the Seahawks suck? You're just telling us that you have a terrible taste in teams, and, and that's the being Roosters further is good. backed up by the Roosters. The Roosters are normally good. Jack, you want to interject here? Yeah, Luke Keery, who? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Luke Keery's better than Ben fucking Hunt. I no one is on. better than Ben Hunt. Let's I not say things so you can't take back. I'm not. Go- I, why would I ever want to take that? Because back? Benny fucking Hunt is a national treasure. Ben Hunt. I've heard rumors like he's playing Cameron for the Blues Munster this year. Better. What, Ben Hunt no, plays you for don't. Queensland, you dickhead? Yeah, but he might be switching. I'm going to send him a Can't text. Can't do that. Maybe. I'll send him a text. Have you asked? Yeah, you haven't asked. Talk us through your pain. What are you feeling right now, big fella? They don't look the same. They haven't looked the same since finals week one last year. They don't look like Roosters footy. Do you when know why? I do know why. They're not playing like the Roosters. What, what would, and genuinely, what would you say is missing from... Roosters footy because it is a unique system that they play under. They, you know, you've got three clubs that have very distinct systems. You've got the Melbourne Storm system, which is cheating and hurting people. Yes. You've got the Penrith Panthers system, which is just being dickheads, and then you've got the Roosters system, which is just being privileged white boys. Yeah, lock it down. So, what would you say you're missing I'd in say your I game playing? I just don't see the spark that usually is there. Teddy's not searching for the ball as much as he used to. Okay. Uh Prevalent example is Sam Walker's try over the weekend. Luke Keery hits a gap, passes to Swali'i. Swali'i has a very opportune moment to pass the ball back to Tedesco. Tedesco scores under the post. He decides, nah, I'm going to run forward, gets tackled, somehow manages to offload to Walker, and Walker gets the try. That's not Rooster's footy. That's Dragon's footy. And you can't say that's not. No, you're right. And uh, we're coming third, so. Clearly it's working. But. You know, like, only if the root... Actually, sorry to yeah, interject. Okay, sorry, yeah. No, I interject away, my friend. I'm the host. You interject. I want to give Andy some advice to give to the roosters. Um, Get good. In <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> but that's that's what we've got to give them. Um, in the inspiring words of my hero, one of the greatest football players I've ever seen in my life. Blake Laurie, I'll take two lots of chicken wings, thank you. Blocker Roach. Just hit him with a good old-fashioned stiffy. <laughs> you just got to run the ball, tackle them hard, and score points. I mean, you're not wrong. He said it so many times. Why have they not internalized it? Well, they have tried to tackle harder. Because as of this morning, yeah. Nathan Brown has signed a one-year deal with the Roosters. I have noticed that the defense is such a dragon signing, too. It is such a dragon signing. <laughs> I mean, you still have all the personnel on the field to put together a finals. I oh, know. We will make it to the finals. We will be there while you guys are off in Bali. Celebrating getting knocked out in week 26. You think any of our players are allowed to fly again? Bullshit. They're staying home, working on their footy. I'm pretty sure. Not what? getting arrested. Having barbecues. Having barbecues. It's my um. It's <laughs> actually one of my... I'm in two footy team comms, and I'm the Illawarra barbecue master in one of them. And the other one, I'm Mumbo number one through four. How's your f- tippings going, by the way? Not good. I 
Jack's going to be spending a lot of time in Macca's. Oh, yeah, you're going to be today. our Macca's boy. I found out today that if I continue with my current run of tipping, I have to spend 24 hours in a McDonald's. But if I eat... For every cheeseburger you Every eat. cheeseburger I eat, I get one hour knocked off. I reckon three hours, 21 burgers. I Honestly, I, I reckon, reckon... 23 burgers in one hour. There's only one worse punishment than this, and that's having to spend 24 hours in the drive-thru. Yeah, but you can't legally do that. It depends if you have a bike or not. You just keep driving around. Just keep driving. <laughs> just keep driving around. I, <laughs> I'm <laughs> not going to be... Look, I'm not going to come last. I'm going to steal someone's phone for a couple of weeks. He's 100%. I'm not, I'm not doing this. Jack, but here's the thing. What? With your current record, you either make us vote the same as you, so you stay last... Or you vote the opposite of everything you voted for, and that person then comes first. Or you just don't vote at all. Honestly, I still feel like there might be Jack still. Yeah, actually, you got a good point. Honestly, there. I'm thinking of taking a couple of weeks off tipping and getting some points back because I've done so bad. But has anyone actually done really well? Um, Not us. Um, yeah, none of us. I think, I think my housemate is coming for. I don't know how the fuck Reese is doing it. Reese is killing it. Yeah, he was picking good names. Speaking of Reese, he supports Melbourne. He does support Melbourne, unfortunately. And honestly, what a bandwagon jumper. Brilliant game by Melbourne. Oh, fantastic. Wearing a heritage jersey and just shitting the bed so hard, it's not funny. Bellamy went nuclear at halftime and full-time, and I can't blame him. Man must have needed at least a double dose of heart medication. That oh, night. he was not looking good. Like, I don't know... If a human should be allowed to be that grey, he looked like a. He was a nice color of stainless steel at halftime. I oh. thought he was a nice color of tomato. No, face. he was pale. He went pale, man. Oh. He was not looking too crash hot. Melbourne played the doggies. Oh yes, the upset of the year that's already occurred in the second round. Yeah, it might well be. There's no way it's beaten it. Did you boys watch it? I watched I it. Didn't watch it. Oh, it was fantastic! Please um, tell us all about it because I want to know in excruciating detail the suffering that Melbourne went through. We will after this. Not at all. Doggy's first half, fantastic. Matt Burton, Adokar, the others. No one really. Reed Marnie. No one cares about the rest. Krazzy's all right. Fantastic. Melbourne did have a fight back in the second half. Yeah, it was pretty it good. Like over five minutes too. Like a five-minute period. They did. Were, s- were they? I heard they might have been. Was it scoreless by halftime by Melbourne? Yes. And then they came back with a couple points? They yeah, got two tries in five minutes. Yep. Yeah, and then there was nothing for the rest of the game. And no. that was honestly pretty much it. Doggies looked fantastic. I mean, that's what their lineup should be capable of, is putting on performances and upsets. Like, I, I don't know if they're going to be a premiership contender in the next two or three years. That remains to be seen. Nah, if they, if they pick up a good halfback, they could be. Right, and that's the only thing they're missing. With the lineup they have now, this is exactly what they should be doing week in and week out, which is just pressuring these big teams and breaking some of their morale. Because I guess if I'm Melbourne Storm, you've been unbeatable for so long or dominant for so long. You've always been in the finals forever. You would not expect that level of ambush. It was a fantastic game. Watch it on replay. Nelson Asof for Solomona cracked the shits about he's six times. For, he's out for six to eight weeks. Yeah, so he's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt bad. Um, it was his knee, wasn't it? I it think he's MCL strain. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's it for the footy. It was a fantastic week of footy. Well, what were the... F- let's quickly wrap up the final scores and all Yeah, yeah I've game. got the scores here for us. All right. So, round two. We had 
Thursday night game. By the way, I just want to say Thursday's game. I I also was like, damn, rabbits might come back and get this, especially in the second half when like they just looked weaker. But um, so it's sixteen ten to Pen- uh Penrith over rabbits. Um, thirty to twenty six in uh, with sharks over eels. Twenty eight to sixteen, Broncos Cowboys we discussed. Um, ro- twenty to twelve Roosters Warriors. Twenty to fourteen Dolphins Raiders. Uh, as we've just said as well, twenty six twelve Bulldogs over Storm. Still love to s- hear it every time. And um, twelve fourteen and then thirty two eighteen as we also discussed. What else are we talking about this afternoon, gentlemen? Well, you got your favorite, your second favorite sport starts up again this <gasps> weekend. You were literally talking about is it it. AFL? It yeah. is AFL. It does. Should be a good year, I guess. I don't, I don't <laughs> look. I watch the Bombers play, and when I say I watch the Bombers play, I watch the Bombers lose every week for the last twenty fucking years of my life. <laughs> Great jersey though, black with a red stripe. AFL doesn't change a huge amount. It's it is a good sport. If you don't understand it, you need to go down to Melbourne Ugh. and watch a game live because then it puts everything into perspective. Grand finals have been lackluster, I want to say, the last three or four years. There hasn't been any close ones. So really my big hopes for this year of footy is the same for all forms of sport. I want close competition. I want them to be allowed to fight again. And I want the Bombers to do well. That That's kind of it. I... I'm going to watch more of it this year because we're doing this show, and I think I have to. I can't just talk AFL's about it. very interesting to watch. Like, I, I would sit down and get into it if I understood it a little bit better, I think. Yeah, I can't. Andy can't. I hate AFL so much. What's wrong with AFL? Why don't you tell us about the cricket? Let's fucking go. So, the last test wrapped up uh, yesterday. It was a hard-fought draw after... Australia actually did really well in the first innings. Kawaja and Cameron Green, both hundreds. They ended up getting bowled out for, once I get the thing up, I think it was like 480, I want to say. I believe it was 480. I'll find out in a minute. Literally on the dot, they got bowled out for 480, which led to the Indian innings taking two days, and they got bowled out for 571. With Coley and I want to say who was the other one, Gill getting a hundred in their their squad and Patel nearly getting a hundred. It was a green surface, so it wasn't much spin in it. So Australia, being smart, played three spinners. Really good strategy on a, a fast bowling wicket. Yeah, but the last two were spinners. <laughs> the last two tests were spin heavy. Exactly, and this time they decided no, because these two teams were basically confirmed for the World Test final in England later this year. They'd, they'd prepare a pitch similar to that to see how these two would go, and it turned out to be a draw. Which, if that's what happens next time, we win because we're ahead on the, the table. I'll but take it. Yeah. But, more importantly, Australia comes out to bat. They send out Kuhneman and Head to start with because Kawaja was injured in the field. Kuhneman survives the six overs, gets six runs off 35 balls, then gets out. Travis Head gets 90 off 163, and Marnus comes out. And Marnus is like, you you pricks have ruined my test average. I had a test average of 60 before this series. So he went out there and got a new nickname. He's now known as Dots because that's all he did. He blocked that ball for 213 balls. And he was not out 63 to force a draw. That's honestly the best. That's the most fuck you move you can do in cricket. 
that's what it has to build on, though, right? Not scoring runs. Pretty much. Th- these guys are like, no, we're going to sit here and block until you say it's a, it's a draw. And that's exactly what they did. It's scummy. It's not a good look. It's um, But let me tell you, that's cricket, baby. And that's the best outcome we could have hoped for against It really India. was. We still lose the Series 2-1, but we do take the lead going into the World Test Final in June this year, being held at Lords in England. And it wasn't a wash, too. Exactly. It wasn't a whitewash in three days like the last three tests. With this test cricket final, is it like a competition yes. over a couple of weeks? So they're bringing no, everybody no. together? No? no, 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 no. So what it is, is for the past two and a bit years, every test match pretty much has gone towards the world test ranking. You win, you get like five or six points. There's bonus points involved. Anyway, it comes down to, sorry, no, it's 40 points a win, I think. It's, it's something ridiculous. It's like 25 a draw. Anyway, two and a half years, you have series. Every team plays every team once. Yep. Whether it's home or away, it doesn't matter. You just play every team once. Uh, different test series get more points because more tests are played, that sort of thing. But it basically boils down to at the end of this two and a half year run, there is two teams at the top of the table, and those two teams will go to Lords and play the World Test Final. There's only been one final before, and it was won by New Zealand over England in England. Ooh. And let me tell you. We're looking strong for it. We are looking pretty good for it. It's playing us, in India. England. And also, we're playing the Ashes in England later this year, just after it. So it's like it's a good warm-up for us before we go into a big fight. Is England looking good with their cricket team? They are. They are. They're looking semi-better than us at the moment, I'd say. There's a, there is a problem, though, and this is why I think Australia, as long as we're maintaining what we do, is going to still be quite ahead of England as, long as well as India. Because when the way they do it is it's also based off the number of matches you played, the points you've earned, and then that's averaged out. So it means that some teams who are playing a lot more matches aren't going to have a unfair points advantage. Yes. So in this sort of situation, right, we're coming first. We've played 34 matches. We've got 4,143 points for about our... Uh, what is it? What does the R stand for? I have no idea. R- r- uh, maybe our, our run rate? No, it's not run rate because it's in the standings itself. But ours is 122. Like, that's just our rating. No, it could be. It could no, I be think it's rating. I feel like it's run rate. Because it, it when in... No, no, because look, they're doing the averaging here for points to matches. And then they're doing the ratings because of those matches. That's how they um, get the standings. Yeah. So that's why if you have a look, like with us, as I was saying, 34, one th- uh, 4, 1, 4, 3, 122, England have played... 50. They have scored 5,314. But their rating is only 106. Okay. So like you kind of see how doesn't matter what games amount you've played, it's the quality. And, and also it also comes down to the point that there's um like teams like Sri Lanka and Pakistan don't play as many test matches as Australia, India and England do, you know what I mean? Yeah, like Sri Lanka have played 26, Pakistan played 30. Exactly. Like, they're not playing the level that we're playing at. So, uh, at the end of the day, it is a four-team race between Australia. We're the fifth team. Yeah. I wouldn't classify South Africa, to be honest. I was going to say Australia, England, 
India and New Zealand are the four team race. South Africa is in shambles at the moment. Yeah, but that was proven with their test series over here. I haven't had. Oh, yeah, actually, I did. They're, they're so bad at the moment, so I wouldn't classify South Africa even in the race. They just probably got there through to points. Yeah, but they're still being held up at least. Like comparatively, comparatively, yeah. When you look at Pakistan, Sri Lanka, West Indies, uh, Afghanistan. Well, Afghanistan can't even get a test in their own nation at the moment. No, but they couldn't for the past years. They've been playing anymore. out. They might as well just call them Dubai at this point. Have they only been playing out of Dubai? They've only been playing out of the UAE. Are they still playing? Because this says only three matches. So I think after a lot of their matches, after what happened, after what happened in Afghanistan, a lot of teams pulled out of playing matches against yeah, them. Yeah, because Australia, we did as well. we did. We pulled out, and then that led to a bunch of our Afghani players in the BBL saying, "Well, we're leaving." There was a huge knock-on effect that, that came out from it, yeah. Always is when it comes to world sport, like, and especially when you're one of, I guess, the bigger cultural components of a sport. If we, I mean, Australia caused the Rugby League World Cup to be pushed back a year because we pulled out of the original one. Yes. So really? it was supposed to be 2020. Yeah, it was meant to be 2020. No, it wasn't meant to be 2020. Maybe 2020, and we went. They were like, "We're going to hold over in England. We're running different COVID protocols, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And Australia, New Zealand went, "We're not coming. That's not what we're going to do." And they delayed it. It was because of the <laughs> the later our season causing such a um, like such a pushback on it. So they'd play the grand final and pretty much have to go straight over to England, spend two weeks in quarantine, then start training, play the World Cup, then come home, play two weeks in quarantine. They're like, "No, we're not doing that." Yep, it was pretty ridiculous, and it caused them to delay the World Cup because no choice. two big teams and you know rugby league is the sport of Australia, New Zealand and England. And those Polynesian teams wouldn't have even been able to field teams if they if that had happened because the Australian it was the Australian and New Zealand rugby league board saying no we're not sending any of our players and there. And a lot of them go into the feeder clubs as well. Exactly. I know we we're not I'm not gonna bring up NRL games anymore, but there was some big NRL news this week. And that's the 2025 expansion team. So NRL's in the middle of them expanding the league. We just saw the Dolphins come in this year. 2025 is supposed to be the next team. And they've announced that the NRL want it to be. So this isn't official. This isn't what is happening. But the NRL has come out and said, we want to have a combined PNG Pacifica Islands team. They also said they want to have up to 20 teams in the comp. Eventually. Over 10 years, was it? Yeah. Because they want a second New Zealand team, I've been hearing grumblings about. Uh, They probably want one in Wellington, to be honest. Yeah, like a a North Island, South Island rivalry as well? I'd say so. And also that means the New Zealand Warriors will no longer be the best team in New Zealand. No, but they have a chance to be. (laughs) (laughs) They're in with a shot. It's a coin flip. But no, that's the big news. They've essentially said that, and because it is, I mean, so many of the people we watch play footy are from the Pacific Islands or Papua New Guinea. Well, PNG have a team in the Queensland Cup. They do, and they're thinking of doing what they've done with the NRL Dolphins, which is essentially going, that team, we're going to lift. You still maintain your own local identity of in the Queensland Cup. That's why they're the NRL Dolphins, not the Redcliffe Dolphins. I thought they were the Dolphins. The Dolphins, or whatever they're called. They're, that's what they're going to look at bringing in. I think that's fantastic. One, it's going to draw a lot of players back home. Because, like, you know what I mean? You'd they actually can go home and represent them properly. Yeah, and, and earn the money that they deserve too. Because that's really the big thing. You don't earn a huge amount if you're playing in the lower leagues. No. There's not enough money in our in our small countries where we are in the world to maintain well-paid lower league jobs. Like I know over in English football, if you're in the lower leagues, you're still making more than some NRL superstars. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Still making some cash? They're making cash, but if you look at it, if you're 
let's let's take the English Premier Leagues down to League Two, for example. If you're in the Premier League, you're probably making upwards of ten to twelve thousand a week, roughly. Then you go down to Championship, you're probably getting between five and nine thousand a week. Not a big jump, but still, you know that that's if you're an average player, maybe less. And the superstars are obviously making a hundred million to fucking yeah, insane money. Yeah, so this is just average players. You go down to League One, then it's between two and five, and then in League Two, you're between probably like uh, up to a thousand and to five thousand in that, and that's if you're a top tier player, you're making the five grand in League Two. So the money is sort of there. You're probably making roughly what superstars are making, but no, I okay. wouldn't. I wouldn't say that it's on the same level. However, we could say Queensland Cup though is far less paid. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Queensland you know I mean? Cup, New South Wales Cup are not even close to getting the same as the superstars. Exactly. Unless you play for a, a, like an NRL team, unless you've got that, you're just down there because you couldn't make grade this week. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're contracted to the NRL, but you're playing down a grade. Yes. So, I mean, it would be fantastic for the sport. We take so many stars from the Pacific Islands and Papua New Guinea into the league. I think they deserve a team. And... Honestly, the way they've developed their national squads, so we saw Samoa have an absolute brilliant year. Tonga looked pretty good. They got knocked out relatively early, and PNG looked really good. It's the best spot to have an expansion team because, one, I mean, signing up the Dolphins was good, but, you know, you're tapping into a very, very full market already. They should have... I, I still think they should have called them the Redcliffe Dolphins. That's the heritage of that team. So I heard an interesting reason as to why. And it was if this club was no longer successful and they had to go bankrupt or close down the doors, that ends the unbroken line of the name of Redcliffe Dolphins and the heritage they have in the Queensland Cup. So it was mainly around legacy naming was part of the reason why. And I don't know if you can have two registered, because it's a company, right? These clubs are companies. It was something around the registration of the actual company when it came to naming rights and trade rights. It's the same thing that's happening with the NRLW Raiders team. Oh, that's a joke. Yeah, they're not allowed to use the Valkyrie logo. They have to use the NRL Viking Viking logo instead of the Valkyrie logo because Which of trademarks. Sick. And the Vi- Valkyrie logo looks sick. And if you look at it too, you've got the you can't have the Sydney Hens. Yep. For the Roosters, you can't have the whatever a female dragon is. You can't have. Well, the other ones. They're, 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 the they're only different team name is the Northern Stars. Who are the Northern Stars? Cowgirls. No, they're not allowed. They're the Cowboys. Are they the Cowboys? They have to be the Cowboys too. They're oh, wow. I thought they were allowed no, to be Northern Stars. Every NRL team that has an NRLW team have to have the exact same naming convention for it to count because of the way the trade bargain works. And that that, that was what they were saying. You can't have the Cowboys. You can't. They, they're going to have to be the Cowboys even though they're girls. They have to be the Roosters, even though they're girls. They have to be the Dragons, even though they're girls. You know what I mean? Titans, even though they're girls. Yeah, which is a shame. It's an absolute shame because, A, that Valkyrie logo looks sick. Yes, they look very good. fantastic, and it's a shame they don't get to use that. And we're trying to build this league not as a subsidiary of the NRL. It's supposed to be its own league that yep. people attach themselves and watch. And the quality's gotten increasingly better. The fact it's that starting it's starting to get wrong. better, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. What do you got, Joshy? Did you know the Broncos have won it for the past three years? Yes. 
They won the what? No, they won the first three years, and the Chooks won it, and then the Knights won it. Yeah, sorry, for three years in a row. Yeah, the first three years, the Bronx won it. Yeah, that Bronx team was unbeatable until it got pulled apart by literally every team. Yep, and then Dragons, we were runners-up last year, two years ago. Uh, No, no, 2001, uh, sorry, 2001 and also 2019. Yep. And then Roosters were as well. Uh, 2018, 2020. Yeah, and we even though that 2018 one was a load, whatever one it was, the Roosters made it the first one, that was a load of shit. Because only one team really won that year. And you guys won every game, didn't you? No, the Broncos won every game. And then the Roosters and the other three team, other two teams won one game each. But the Roosters happened to win by more in the last round. So, therefore, they made the grand final. Even I'll call bullshit on that one. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Also, I've been meaning to say this because we are talking about it before. And it was a slight deviation. But when it comes to the Papua New Guinea-based teams or the Polynesian-based teams, have you seen the documentary they're currently doing on the Dolphins on Stan? Yeah, I know someone who's actually working on it. Do you think that they might try and do that with PNG as well, considering the success of sport documentaries? Like, yeah, l- even, what is it, like a docudrama? Yeah, a docuseries. If you do a docuseries, like, it's good. People yeah. will watch it. Think about it. There's the last dance Drive on to that. Survive? Drive to Survive. The Last Dance. The Dolphins one. What's that? Tales surfing? from Tiger Town. Tales from Tiger Town was fantastic. It's a great comedy. What's the surfing one that's on Apple? Like, I've watched a couple episodes. It's fantastic. I don't know. Blue Water High. H2O just had water. Oh, that's a fantastic show. I've seen heaps of that. Weirdly enough, I've actually seen that. Oh, 100% one, specifically because it will be a massive infrastructure project for those nations as well. It, oh, yeah. You know, bringing that team in, yeah, they'll probably have a home ground north in North Queensland, but it should also come they with could, investment. They could have one in Port Moresby. Yeah, Port exactly. Moresby hosts the Queensland Cup team, so it's not it's not unthinkable considering we go to New Zealand every other week. Stole the words right from my mouth because exactly. I'm going to be like, we do it in New Zealand. Yeah, There's so no reason. What's the travel time oh. like going to Papua New Guinea? From Townsville, like three hours. Yeah, so it's not that. It's like going well, to Perth. What about every other team? It's probably like going to Perth. Going to Perth. It'd be like flying from Brisbane to Melbourne. Like it's that's a longer distance, kilometer-wise. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think travel times are a real issue with that one. No, especially not. Especially not with the ability to do buys and things like that. Yeah, you have the ability to give teams more time in travel. Especially so, like say if you're playing in PNG one weekend. You'll go well the weekend before or the weekend after is a buy to allow you more flexible travel time. I was sorry, I was gonna say, and you can also not do the short turnaround and go play in PNG or something. You know what I mean? Like if you're gonna, if you know you're playing Sunday in PNG, there's no chance in hell you're gonna be playing Thursday or Friday. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like do a Friday night PNG game and uh, then play like Sunday next week. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a completely doable because they do it now for the Warriors and they do it for another team as well. Where they will, if you've got a short turnaround, there's no way you're playing the Warriors or playing like North Queensland or something. So, gentlemen, say if PNG comes in 2025, where's your next spot that you want to see a team board? Oh, I was about to ask that. What South Australia. If, South Australia? If they were interested. Adelaide Rams, bring them back. Ooh. Well, we'll fill out, the, fill out the thing. Let's say you get that 18th team as the PNG, who's the 19th and 20th team, because they want 20 teams. I So, for me, the first one another I would do, probably another Victoria team, but the one I would like to see is so many of the Sydney teams bring people out from the country. So, Country Rugby League is massive. It's a whole industry in itself. People like Matt Burton, he's from Tamora. Um, Dylan, not Dylan Edwards, uh, Martin, he's also from Tamora. Tamora, they're the Dragons, and they're a fantastic development club out there. They're always bringing players up. 
I would like to see a combined Western team a or West Western New South Wales. And where where are you basing them? Like you're gonna have to base them somewhere. But so you need to also make sure that you're able to do it that you're not alienating most of the fans and actually getting a concurrent player base. So the two places that I think would be the best for the home grounds would be where we go in preseason, because we play out west in the preseason. So Wagga Wagga or Mudgee. I feel like Mudgee's Wagga over Mudgee. Mudgee's tiny. Wagga has the population to support an NRL team, and they have some pretty decent facilities. It'd be the same as when you bring any club up. You'd need to throw a couple million dollars to upgrade a stadium. But their home grounds, you know, there's no reason why. Like how awesome has it been watching a sold-out Leichhardt and a sold-out this stadium and a sold-out Belmore, where it's, yeah, only 8,000 people, but it's packed and the atmosphere is fantastic. You could play home games all across the country throughout the year. You could go to Mudgee. You could go to Wagga. You could go to Albury. All these places have the facilities. So that's my first team I'd like to see. I just have one issue with that. Yeah, take take a few games regional, but you need one specific home base. Wagga. You'd need one specific home base to play the majority of your games, and you take one game to Mudgee and then maybe one game to Cross Harbour or something. Yeah, I something like that. Wagga, because like Wagga, it's got an airport. Wagga could absolutely work. Like, you, it's a cultural hub as well, comparatively. Like, you think about when it comes to Sydney and, like, the larger bases, they're actually still getting that influx of tourism too. And I feel like Wagga being a uni town can support that because they're still going to have people coming in. Unitown, it has a RAF base and an army base. So, you know, you've got thousands of people there, young people who would come out on the weekends to watch sport, and you've got an airport for fly-in, fly-out. I can see it working. Okay, now now you're 20th team. 20th team, either South Australia or Perth, probably. It just, you know, those are the next two big cities, right? I just don't see Perth ever doing it. Perth has more interest than South Australia at the moment. Yeah, but with Perth, I think... AFL is just, it's probably got more of a stranglehold on Perth because there's not much else out there than Melbourne does. It's just AFL and basketball in Perth at the moment and a bit of cricket. What about Tassie? That's actually a good point, yeah. It gets real cold in Tassie. No, there's only one team in Tassie that I can think of, and that's the Jack Jumpers. And the Hurricanes. And the Hurricanes, we've had this discussion. I'm talking about... Ones that play major sports, BBL yeah, is okay, like no, a few. Fair. It's a few good point. weeks of the year. That's, that's what I mean. Point. Like, but like that's their season. Like, NBL, yeah. Like, yeah, um, Tassie's not national crazy. leagues. There's, there's not many national leagues in Tassie. That's why I'm like, why don't you tap into that market? I agree. They're crazy for AFL down there, and AFL still haven't given them a team. And it's literally they just want sport. Stone throw away. Yeah, you just have the Tassie Devils, right? It's the obvious team. Exactly. So they. Like, they'd have to have the facilities as well to be able to account for this. Like, like yeah. I said, it gets cold in Tassie. Play them at Bloodstone. Bloodstone? The cricket ground. Oh, yeah. It's doable. Tassie's not a crazy bet. And travel time is negligible. It's an extra two hours than Melbourne. Yeah, exactly. Just hop on a boat. Yeah. Oh, that takes ages. Just fly down <laughs> into Hobart. <laughs> but, yeah, Tassie would make sense. I would hope. I think realistically, though, it would be a new... New Zealand team. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be Wellington. The yeah. Wellington something. Which is annoying because Wellington Warriors makes perfect sense. So I guess maybe move the Warriors to Wellington and then start like an Auckland something team. I mean, they are... Uh, the name makes sense. It would. It would, but I don't see that happening. It'd cause a civil war in New Zealand. Like North and South are, are that amicable as is. Yeah. And they don't even touch like us in Tassie and us in Queensland and us in South Australia and us in New Zealand. And us and us. And us and us. Damn us. 
We and ruined and Australia. <laughs> and Sydney and Wollongong. And Newcastle. And, and so I, got, I got it. We'll call it the Wellington Hobbits. Oh, I mean. I think you've just come on to something really important here, Andy. <laughs> yeah. Wellington Hobbits and the Auckland Halflings. Let's get it going. <laughs> Screw the Warriors name. Sucks anyway. I don't know, it doesn't. I like well, the Warriors. No, <laughs> well, the Warriors is 1NZ. They're not the Auckland Warriors. They're the 1NZ Warriors. It's true. He's right. Like I mean, yeah, they used to be from Vodafone. Now they're from One NZ. Is One NZ like another phone carrier? I fucking don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you just look at them walk out. It's got One NZ on their jersey. All right, I gotta find out what One NZ means. Because we're it's the same St. George Illawarra Dragons. I learned the other day what that yellow is in the logo too, and I'm really ashamed to say that I realized it was fly breathing. It's a fucking dragon, bro. You know how these things work. Yeah, I'm over thirty, and I've only just realized that. <laughs> <laughs> I was standing outside of a St. George bank waiting for Renee to... I think she was in, like, Carehouse Warehouse. I don't need to go in there. <laughs> no, <it's just laughs> what do you mean? There's some great products for you in there. You, like, I think... I don't need shampoo. They've got Limo and Mosh, I think. <laughs> anyway, I was standing out there and I seen the dragons, like, the, the dragon for the St. George bank logo and I seen the fucking swirly thing. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I'm just staring at it. I'm like, oh, it's fire breathing. Hey, man, I don't know if I've said this on the show yet, but I, for the longest time as a kid, thought the neck of the dragon was its open mouth. That you guys are idiots. Feel better. Like, like <laughs> yeah, no, I can see that yeah. too. <laughs> you guys are idiots. <laughs> I was like, man, that's the dumbest fucking looking dragon I've ever seen in my life. Why is he Turns breathing fire from his nose? Well, if you actually just look up a little bit at the other logo, then you'll see the dumbest looking dragon on it. Oh, damn. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I was actually pointing at you, like the actual St. George. Hey, logo. but if the jersey There's fits. Your dumb dragon. It barely fits, man. I've been eating good. <laughs> I think that about does it, gentlemen. You happy with that? Sure. Yeah. Oh, I should wrap this bad boy up. Thank you very much for joining me and my two guests. Next week, I'll have two new guests on the show. And I'll, he'll love boats, too. Uh, probably not, man. The dude who liked boats was weird. I think he touches people inappropriately. Uh, we, <laughs> we've been bums on the bench. You can follow us on social media everywhere. We're at. Bums on the bench. Well, listen to our other show if you like Formula One. If you like Formula One or if you just like the sound of mine and Andy's voices. It's, I swear it's not as shit. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you very much for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.